0: Without to do. Let's get into the show. Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu, And as you know, I'm always in the marketplace for innovators, disruptors, talent, people making a difference. So today I have Shelby Ashley, and she's an outsourced CFO, Teaching Business Owners How to Have a Growing and More Profitable Business. I'm sure we're going to hear about the book, Profit First, and she's going to talk to us all about CFO, profitability, cash, all of those nuts and bolts. So, Ashley, welcome.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, I know. Tell the audience about yourself, your background, how you got started, and we'll delve into it.
1: Okay. Well, like you said, um, I'm an outsourced CFO. Um, A lot of people, I feel like when they hear CFO, they think, um, oh, well, that's for like Coca-Cola or Boeing or Facebook. I don't need that. Um, But that's not true. Um, A lot of my clients are small to medium sized businesses. Um, And a little bit about my background. um, I got my undergraduate degree and my MBA in accounting and went the accounting route and became a financial analyst and loved it so much. I thought I should be doing this for a multitude of companies instead of just one Um, So that's what led me to uh, start my own business a little over a year ago.
0: Really, uh, I think entrepreneurship is one of those uh, really great um, tools and vehicles towards um, financial freedom. Mm -hmm. Um, So what I mean, basically, you're a CFO, and we'll talk about a lot of business owners, they 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 leave their jobs, and then they go into the self employment, and they realize they just bought themselves another job. They their business is profitable, but then they have no cash. So kind of this that's kind of like the big distinction for um, self-employed and all of that. So tell us more about that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, like you said, um, a lot of people, they go into entrepreneurship because they realize, oh, I'm good at this one particular or a few particular things. So I'm going to start a business doing that thing. And while they may be an expert at what it is that they do, they may not be an expert in numbers. Um, And so that's kind of where I come in. And like you said, uh, they might have all of this profit, but they realize they don't have any cash. And a big misconception among business owners is that profit equals cash. And it does not. Um, I've worked with clients who have had great profitability. And uh, one client in particular did minus 80 grand in cash flow last year, and he had no idea uh, and so that is a big misconception is that just because you're profitable does not mean that you have positive cash flow. And so that's one big thing that I kind of drive home when I'm helping business owners is, okay, how do we turn that profit into cash and make sure that that cash is is consistently positive?
0: Mm. Yeah, I love that. And um, there's this great book, uh, it's called The Profit First, and it's basically talking about this dilemma um, yeah. That's one of the dilemmas: is profitability and cash flow. Profit first is really a great book, just talking about buckets and paying mm-hmm. yourself first. Then there's also this concept where business owners, were basically they try to do like business owners and entrepreneurs, and they're self-employed. And self-employed, they try to do everything themselves. And they and they basically burn themselves out. Tell us this difference between self-employed and business owners, entrepreneurs?
1: Okay, well, if you are self-employed, I consider that you own a job. Um, you might have a business, yes. You decide your hours, yes. But you own a job. You're still working a lot. Whereas where if you own a business, Um, you kind of own a system. So you've got systems in place and a team that executes that job for you. And you are just kind of in the quality control realm, where you're making sure that system is working as it should.
0: Yeah, I love that. And you're leveraging like business owners, you're leveraging other people's skills, you're kind of exactly on the vision, the strategy, the cash flow, and basically, you free up your time to spend on the very most important things. And have systems in place.
1: Exactly. And that's why, you know, we all went into entrepreneurship in the first place is to buy back our time. So,
0: (laughs) yeah, we'll move into CFO ship. So exactly. One is one of the question is, do small businesses need a CFO? When's the right time? All of that.
1: Absolutely. And uh, yes, small businesses need a CFO because, Like I said earlier, you go into business because you're good at what you do and you want to make money from it, of course, but you may not have the business acumen or the financial literature that's needed in order to know what's working in my business and what's not. And the thing is, your income statement and your balance sheet and your statement of cash flows, those are all geared for the accountant to understand. They're not put together for the business owner to understand. And so where I come in is I translate what we're seeing on those statements compared to what they actually mean for your business. And so when I'm helping clients, I take them from where they are now to where they would like to be in the future. And that's the whole role of a CFO really. And it's very necessary because yes, you may have a bookkeeper and you may have your CPA, but they get paid to record past numbers and keep you in compliance and just convey what your profitability is to you. They don't get paid to help you grow that profitability and grow that cash flow, and that's what I do. So when you're you're struggling in your business, you know your bookkeeper doesn't get paid to help. Um, you can't really confront your employees about it because as soon as they see a red flag, they're going to jump ship. Uh-huh. Uh, your friends don't really understand, and your spouse is probably tired of hearing about it. So that's uh-huh. kind of where I come in.
0: And then um, when is the so? basically if you're you know you're talking about the uh basically the fires um i like to think about preventing the fire before it starts so when is the right time to hire a cfo
1: i've found the most success working with business owners who have been at it for a couple of years they've kind of like they've got some skin in the game and at that point you've i found something that works and you're running with it, or you've gotten your teeth kicked in. <laughs> and so um, that's kind of who I, I like to work with um, are people who have been at it for uh, at least one or two years, because then I kind of know, okay, well, this is working. So let's keep doing this, or this isn't working. So let's change it and start doing this.
0: Yeah, I love that. Um, really great. I love, you know, I love this. If, if people are interested in um, contacting you or following you, how, um, how can they do so?
1: Okay, well, um, I have a website, dot, or you can email me at info at Optimize, and you can also find me on LinkedIn, just Shelby Ashley MBA. Oh, also one, uh, one final
0: follow-up question to that. I know uh, for all the audience, Shelby's resources will be in links and show notes, but um, one thing is uh, key metrics that business owners should be tracking and how often should they be looking at these metrics?
1: Yes, absolutely. So we all know certain metrics that everybody follows and that's number one your revenue Um, and then number two you've got your variable expenses um, your cost of goods sold uh, your direct labor that kind of thing you've got your overhead expenses your rent utilities um, that kind of thing and then um, you've got your taxes all of these well minus taxes all of these equals uh, your profit. But beyond that, you also need to be tracking um, your day sales outstanding, which is the average amount of days it's taking you to collect on your outstanding invoices. Um, you need to be tracking your day's payable outstanding, which is the flip side of that. How long is it taking you to pay your vendors? Um, you also need to be tracking your owner's distributions, which is a huge one because business owners, if they use your business card for anything so much as to get gas, buy a meal, all of that accumulates, and that directly impacts your cash. Is those owners' distributions? So that needs to be tracked as well. Um, cash that is being spent on um, fixed assets, um, such as new equipment, new building, etc. And then finally, um, days inventory outstanding. So how many days on average are you keeping inventory on hand? Uh, we want to keep that number kind of low. So all these things directly impact cash flow, and they're not tracked like they should be. And they're not really taught like they should be. And they should at least be kept up with on a monthly basis.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah. So thanks so much for a great conversation and, um, thanks for coming onto the show.
1: Yeah. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed it.
0: I hope you really enjoyed that wonderful, inspirational, motivational piece. Again,